0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. As you know, Misra is the last month of the year. After this, it is a very short month, which is only five days or six days in the leap year. So the church reminds us, during the end, Of the year with the end of the world and the end of our life in order to be ready to stand before God to give an account of our stewardship so this Sunday is the fourth Sunday in the Coptic month Misra and next Sunday will be actually the last Sunday in the Coptic years so the last five Sundays in the Coptic year, the Church speaks to us about how to be ready to stand before God. In the first Sunday of Mesra, we heard the parable of the wicked vine dressers. When the owner sent prophets, sent at the end his son, In order to reap fruits, but he did not find any fruits. So he took the steward, the vineyard from them, and gave the vineyard to other people who will give him the fruit in due season. So, in the first Sunday, the church is telling us that God will ask you to give an account of your stewardship. You received many fruits in your life. God will many talents in your life. God will ask you, how did you use your talents? Did you trade with your talents and made profits and fruits for the glory of God or not? Then the second Sunday is the calling of Levi, Saint Matthew. Because after we examine ourselves, maybe many of us we will find ourselves having no fruits we did not actually gain any profit for the sake of the kingdom of God so the church gives us hope even if you have no fruits in your life it is not too late God called Levi who was a tax collector greedy, hardened heart, selfish and transformed him to be Saint Matthew the evangelist and the Lord said I did not come to call righteous to repentance, but I came to call sinners. The whole do not need a physician, but the sick. So in the second Sunday, the church tells us, even if you find yourself, you are not uh, fruitful, uh, then it is not too late. You need actually to start working with the grace of God in your spiritual life and God who worked in Matthew and converted him from a greedy tax collector to an evangelist and one of the twelve apostles he can work in you. Then last Sunday which is the third Sunday the church spoke to us about how to build yourself (coughs) especially by abiding to the commandment of God and the third Sunday and the third Sunday usually comes with the feast of Saint Mary so when the Lord said, who is my mother and my brother and my sister those who do the will of God so the church is telling you if you want to be fruitful in your life take the example of Saint Mary do the will of God And then you will be fruitful in your life. You will be in the family of God, his brother, his sister, or his mother, when you do the will of God. Then the last two Sundays, which is this Sunday, the fourth Sunday of Misra, and next Sunday, which comes usually during the five days of the little month, the church speaks to us about the end of the world and today we took the account of the end of the world from the gospel of Saint Mark next week you will hear the account of the end of the world from the gospel of Saint Matthew so the last two Sundays in the Coptic hear about the end of the world in order for the church in order for the church to remind us that the world will end and our life will end. Are you ready to stand before God? Are you ready for the eternal life or not? And nowadays, especially with the pandemic, many people are asking, is this the end of the world? Did we approach did we approach the end of the world? not, And this actually was the question of the apostles When they asked the Lord what will be the sign when all these things will be fulfilled And in his answer the Lord mixed between the destruction of Jerusalem Which happened at 70 AD by Titus the Roman uh, captain and the end of the world. And the Lord spoke about many things. Number one, he told us one of the signs of the end of the world that there will be false prophets and false teachers and false uh, Christs. That's why he told us take heed that no one deceives you. For many will come in my name, saying, I am he, and will deceive many." And then he said, Then if anyone says to you, look, here is the Christ, or look, he is there, do not believe it. For false Christs and false prophets will rise, and show signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect. So. The first warning, the false teaching, that will increase at the end of the world. And nowadays, actually, unfortunately, we find many, many false teaching, either from outside the church, or even from within the church. From outside the church, we hear about people who encourage uh, homosexuality, and encourage same-sex marriage, who support transgenderism, who support abortion. So these are from outside the church and they are trying to normalize these things and to desensitize our children to these things, to make them uh, appear as normal. In some states uh, now, if a child asks the teacher to deal with him, if he is a male, to deal with him as a female, or if, if she is a female, to deal with him as a male. Now actually, they granted this right to the children, and also they will not notify the parents with this. That's how serious it is, how the world now in the denial of the knowledge of God and they are going against God's economy so we need to be careful and we need to be watchful for our children Uh, and we need actually to teach them the wrong doctrine and the wrong teaching and the wrong principles of life That when God actually created the world He created Adam and Eve He created male and female and the normal family is male and female, and uh, children in order actually, we need to be proactive in order when they go outside and they hear this wrong and false teaching they know it is false and they will not accept it also from within the church we hear many uh, people who are teaching wrong doctrine uh, for example people are teaching there is no punishment and they are against the uh, that our Lord Jesus Christ died on the cross and carried our punishment and paid the debt although the Lord said about himself, he will give himself as ransom for many many people are against the original sin from inside the church many people are against The teaching of the Lord regarding divorce Many people are against the teaching of the Lord regarding regarding, uh, abortion Many people now they claim there are uh, mistakes in in the scripture and in the Bible And, And they teach this So be careful This is a sign of the end of the world The Lord told us Be careful, be watchful at the end, people actually, false Christ and false prophets were rise and will show signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect. So even if these false teachers performed signs and miracles, don't believe them. Again, even if these false teachers perform at signs and miracles, do not believe them because they can do it through the power of the devil number two actually the second sign the Lord told us and when you hear of wars and rumors of wars do not be troubled for such things must happen but the end is not yet for nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom there will be earthquakes in various places and there will be famines and troubles So the Lord told us at the end there will be wars, there will be earthquakes, there will be famines and troubles, there will be pandemics. And by the way, I want all of you to pray because there is a hurricane category 4 will will hit Louisiana today. So we pray for the safety of the people in in Louisiana. May, May the Lord protect them. So We need to be careful, when all this happens around us, as the Lord told us, the end is not yet. These are the beginnings of sorrows. These are the beginnings of sorrows. Don't let these things shake your faith, but be strong in your faith. Be strong in your faith. Unfortunately, I noticed through my visits to the churches in the last few months, that the attendance on Sunday is actually less than normal. I don't know why many people are scared because of the pandemic. Maybe maybe people got used not to go to church on Sunday. But we need to be strong in our faith. Yes, we need to be careful, but not to be fearful. The Lord's Day is one of the Ten Commandments and we need to come and worship the Lord on the Lord's Day. This is the day which the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Yes, we need to be careful, but we should not be fearful and stop coming to the church to worship the Lord. Schools are open. Everything around us are open. So why we don't come to church to worship the Lord? So the Lord warned us. There are things that will happen around us. Tribulations, wars, pandemics earthquakes, hurricanes, but these are the beginning of sorrow. Don't be afraid. Don't be fearful. The Lord is in our midst. And if the Lord is with us, who can be against us? These sorrows actually can extend to a different dimension. As the Lord told us, watch for yourself, for they will deliver you up to councils, and you will be beaten in the synagogues and you will be brought before rulers and kings for my sake for a testimony of them so these sorrows can take a different dimension which is persecution and the children of God can be persecuted for standing against false teaching we can be persecuted because we stand against homosexuality we can be persecuted because we stand against transgenderism. We can be persecuted because we defend the truth—the truth that we received from God. We will be persecuted for these things, but don't be shaken. Be strong. The Lord told us, "Watch out for yourself, for they will deliver you up to councils." Even you can be persecuted from within the family, as He, he said. The brother will betray brother to death, and a father his a child. Children will rise up against parents and cause them to be put to death. And you will be hated by all men for my name's sake. And this is the time actually when you say the truth, you will be hated by people. But the Lord beforehand told us, you will be hated by all men for my name's sake. So which commandment the Lord wants us to do? he told us, but he who endures to the end shall be saved, just endure to the end, be patient be strong in the Lord, don't get fearful but have trust and confidence that the Lord as he delivered many many people, he also will deliver you and the Lord assured us when he bring you before synagogues, don't worry or even premeditate what you will say but whatever is given you in that hour speak that for it is not you who speak but the holy spirit so we know that the holy spirit will be with us we know that the holy spirit will speak on our mouth we know that the holy spirit will guide us and enlighten our mind so we should not be afraid even when they bring us before synagogues or magistrates but we should use actually this opportunity as a occasion for testimony to bear witness for Christ. And the last point I like to speak about the abomination of desolation. Abomination of desolation is spoken of by Daniel the prophet. What is the abomination of desolation? Desolation means destruction. Abomination means something hated by God something unacceptable to God, that's the word abomination means so when you see this abomination you should know that the desolation the destruction will happen abomination is something unclean something ungodly you will see it in a holy place and the Abomination of the solution has three meanings A historical meaning A prophetic meaning And a spiritual meaning Historical meaning You know in the temple of Solomon The Holy of the Holies is considered the holiest thing In the whole temple Even the high priest could not enter into the Holy of the Holies except on one day, day of Kippurah, the day of atonement. You can read the ritual of this day in Leviticus chapter 16. So Titus, the Roman captain entered into the Holy of the Holies with his horse and with his soldiers and start to burn the Temple of Solomon This according to the Jewish rites is abomination that a Gentile with a horse to enter into the Holy of the Holies the place into which even the priests cannot enter and the high priest only enter once a year so this is abomination so the historical meaning of abomination of desolation when Titus and all the Roman soldiers enter into the Holy of Holies, this was the abomination. That means the destruction of the temple will happen. And since 70 AD until now, the temple was destroyed. And although many efforts were done to rebuild it, but all these efforts were failed because the Lord told them, your house will be left desolate for you. So this is the uh, historical meaning. The prophetic meaning, we read it in 2nd Thessalonians chapter 2 when Saint Paul spoke about the man of sin, the Antichrist. How the Antichrist will sit in the temple of God and he will claim that he is God and he will demand people to worship him. So, Again, for the Antichrist, the man of sin, to sit in the temple of God, this is abomination. And when we see this happening, this means the desolation of the whole world will happen. If you see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet standing where it ought ought not, where it should not be standing there, let the reader understand. Let the reader understand that the destruction is, ha, will happen very soon. So, when the Antichrist appears and claims that he is God and sit in the temple of God, this means the destruction of the world will happen in a very short time. That is a prophetic meaning. But what is the spiritual meaning? What is the temple of God? The temple of God is us you are the temple of God and the Holy Spirit abide in you so are the temple of God and our heart should be like the holy of the holies our heart should not carry any abomination but if there is any abomination enters my heart like love of money like love of pleasures like love of pride when these things enter my heart and dwell in my heart, this is abomination and if the person did not cast them out the love of money, love of pride, love of pleasure then the desolation of this house, of this temple of God will actually be very soon so the Lord actually is given, giving us an instruction today. If you see any abomination in your heart, love of a certain sin in your heart, love of money, love of pleasures, these are the three major sins, or love of pride, and all other sins considered daughters to these three sins, love of money, love of pleasure, and love of pride. If you have any of these three things in your heart, and you love them and you are attached to one of these three things this is abomination unless we repent quickly then the desolation the destruction of this person will happen soon so the message to us today as the Lord concluded the gospel of today what I say to all I say to you watch God wants us to be watchful to live the life of watchfulness, to be careful for your eternal crown, for your eternal inheritance, to fight the good fight, to run the race, in order to inherit the kingdom of God. Let's dedicate this liturgy today, asking God to give us the life of watchfulness, to be very careful and watchful, lest any small fox, Any small sin can enter my heart, defile my heart, and be abomination in my heart that may bring desolation. And glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.